myself to all of you newbies if you haven't been listening to the podcast for gosh almost two years, two years um I was actually one of the co-founders with Taylor on she's going places way back in the day um but I'm back I've been back she's a couple back. times but you have what else what other episodes did you do the one with Sarah and Brooke oh, and then we did yes. one other one I feel like too yes well Kenzie's back you may know her better as Jesus people places on Instagram um, we have an influencer in our midst, so everyone get really, really excited. Everyone, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm so nervous for this She's weekend. She's even in my home right now. Really? I'm sitting in her bed. We are snuggled in bed together, um, ready to talk about wedding stories. We went on Reddit and we pulled wedding stories. We haven't seen each other's stories. Um, I just think this would be a fun, this is a good warm-up episode. We're going to record two episodes, so next week's episode will be more motivating, more inspiring, but this one, this is just going to be a fun reacting to wedding horror stories episode. What better to react to these stories than with your maid of honor? Exactly, and we thought being a couple months out from Taylor's wedding, we're about five months out, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Hear about other people's horror stories. Yeah, like... I personally, did we have, do we want, was there any horror stories with my wedding? I don't think so. Did you, do you have any horror stories that I don't know about? Was I a bridezilla? No, you were not a bridezilla. Are you sure? I don't think so, at least. You don't? No. Any, anything bad that you want to air out no, about my wedding? So. Nothing? No. There's nothing even funny you want to share? Was there anything about my wedding that you're like, oh, Taylor definitely didn't tell them this? I don't know. Um... I feel like the one, like, funny thing that they would probably think was funny is, like, our TikTok attempt. So bad. I don't know if you talked about that on the podcast. You can talk about it. essentially assigned me the job of making TikToks during the wedding. That was my one job. Um, Made of honor. honor. Uh Um, You know. And... It was her maid of honor plus chief creative officer of my TikTok. Yes. You know, all the girlies who are making TikToks the day of their wedding. Right. You see, like, wedding TikTok is such a big thing. And I would see all these amazing TikToks, and I'm like, it must be done. Like, I have to right. do it. And so I put, obviously, an influencer in charge of it, and what happened? So we tried to create certain TikToks. And, of course, like, all the ones on wedding day are the transition TikToks. So it's recording one before, one after. And it's safe to say we have a lot of before videos. A lot of before videos. Yeah. Things got a little stressful. I got a little crazy. Um, yeah. And there were moments where Kenzie was trying to get, like, the shot. And I looked at her and I was like, no. It's not happening. It's not happening. Right. Like, I, my brain, like, they're like, okay, you have two minutes. And Kenzie's like, great, let's film this. I'm like, okay, <laughs> everyone's staring at me that I need to, like, go and, like, do my first look. Like, we're I like, cannot, TikTok. We're like, film a TikTok really quick. So, yeah, TikToks were a little bit of an L. I think if anyone were to want to do TikToks, like, actually make TikToks from their wedding, take a bunch of little videos. Tell all your bridesmaids, like, while you're getting ready to take little snippet videos. Yeah. And then just kind of create you can a little just, like, montage. Make a comp- yeah. And I think that's, like, so much more special. And then it's, like, you don't have a trend. You, like, you're not doing, like, a right. sound. Right, like exactly. You're just, like, capturing little moments. And then you'll appreciate those in the long term, I feel like, better, too. I agree. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, having, like, you could do, like, a cute little edit over, like, 
users. Right. That would be a much better suggestion if you need TikTok content because that just added a lot of stress. Yeah. And we had, I had time built into the itinerary. I had time built into the schedule where it was like literally make TikToks. Right. And somehow we still lost track of time. Yeah. And TikToks take a lot of work. It'll take me like an hour to film Well, it's because also, like, she's like, okay, do this with your hands, do this, whatever, transition. Like, I can't do that first try or I'm like, oh, I don't like how I look in that. And it's like, cool, well, that was your two minutes. And then it's not just you. It's like you and then – Like eight bridesmaids. Right. Uh Uh-huh. That's like, oh, I don't look great in that one. Like, can we do it again? Which, of course, but (laughs) – It's like, actually – There's no time. No. There's literally no time. Okay. Do you want to hop into horror stories? Yes, we absolutely can. Okay. So – the first one. So we just kind of oh. chose random ones off of Reddit, kind of picked some out. We could have some of the same ones. We might, since we haven't really gone through them. Okay. I'm reading the first one. Okay. Ready, go. Yeah. <laughs> the ex-boyfriend forbiddedly cut on the bride and groom's first dance together. After a few awkward and tense moments, some friends dragged him out and he yelled through the tears, I'll always love you and I'll be waiting for you when this marriage falls no! apart. Do you imagine? Your ex-boyfriend? Uh-huh. Cuts in on the first dance. Right, like the most intimate moment. I hope that's on video. I hope they have a videographer. I really want that. that. Hold on. Hold on. He walks up and goes, can I cut in? He probably just like. Why was he there? I know. Why have you met your ex for woman? Your ex-boyfriend shows up, cuts in on your first dance, and then has to get dragged away and screams, I'll always love you. And I'll be waiting when your marriage falls apart. Well, that's not it. Plot twist. Several months into the marriage, <gasps> it she, falls apart. She discovered that her new husband was a scam artist, going by a different name, had fake IDs with different allies, criminal records, been married many times. He disappeared that same day, and yes, now she has been happily married for 15 plus years and has children with her wedding crasher ex boyfriend. No. Crazy. Crazy that that is oh my gosh then that makes sense why you were saying they need that on video right when your marriage falls apart he was right he was so I right. feel like that's the most toxic thing I've ever heard but and she then was now getting his kids scammed were like, go off dad he was getting she was getting scammed I mean I guess he just got a feeling that was the wrong guy for her and he was somehow right I like cannot even believe that that's real I know oh my god. Gosh, really started you guys off with a good a one. A scam, a scammer. Okay, I have Scammers. one. Also, can we unpack that? Imagine being married, getting married to someone who's literally not real. Okay, no, listen. One of Hunter's coworkers was married to a scammer. It's crazy. You know that trend where it's like you're just some random boy in my class. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know anything about you. Like, I just met you on a dating app. Right. Uh-huh. So true. No, literally, one of Hunter's co-workers was, like, full-blown married to a, like, someone with, like, a fake identity. I don't remember all the details. But he, like, stole, like, so much money. Like, right. Like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right, because you're married to someone. You split your You split your finances. income. Like, drained her, drained her bank account. It's like that show. What's it? Do you know the show on Netflix where, like, this girl, it's, like, her job to, like, marry rich people and drain their bank account? No, but I want to watch it now. It's called it. It's called Imposters. Uh huh. I don't. It's not that like well made of a show. I watched I think one or two seasons of it, but that's like literally the the premise. And then three people that she had scammed, they they fell in love with her. Like they all become friends and try to find her. 
Do your background checks on men, ladies. You really do. You need to know. Okay. Went to a wedding once where the caterer messed up the food so bad that it was basically inedible. They ended up making up for it, the catering company, by ordering a mass amount of chicken from KFC. (laughs) This is in the South, clearly. KFC! The reception was literally just KFC meals. Everyone was shocked and horrified. Me? I loved it because of someone who doesn't love some good kernel chicken. Who was writing in? Some random boy, I think. Me? I loved it. Of course you did. That's horrifying. Makes up with it. How with much KFC, money spent on food? Makes up with it by ordering not even like Chick Fil A, KFC. Just got the family buckets. Can you imagine? Just the fam- <laughs> family bucket per table. Walking around Go. with those buckets. That is mortifying. I like, better hope that red didn't clash with our colors. That that is horrible. Horrible. Okay, I would do another short one. I have a short nope, one. Go for it. Okay. The groom was rushing the officiant because he only had to pay half price for his tux and he returned it by 4 p.m. 4 p.m.? The reception, I don't even think I need to read the rest of it, was rushing the officiant. Like, come on, let's speed this process up. Like, marry us faster because I need to return my tux because it's half off if I return it by 4. What was he changing into? For the same thing, the wedding, just the wedding would be over. I don't know. Oh, it literally says, oh, oh no, I do need to finish reading this. The reception was a hot buffet. The guests all stuffed their faces and even their handbags with food and then left. The ceremony and reception all took place in under 15 minutes. 15 minutes? And this is Dash, happiest day of their lives. 15 minutes for a, my ceremony was like 40 minutes. For a ceremony and reception. Ceremony and reception. Grab and go. It's going to be a grab and go marriage. About his. Tux is half off. Goodbye. Literally, I hate to say it, but like that is like like no girl is gonna do that. Imagine oh, your wedding. Dress? Imagine your husband being like, "I rented the tux until four. and you're like, "I just dropped five grand on a wedding dress." I just what? I men men leave me speechless sometimes. Just prior to my sister's wedding ceremony, as everyone was getting into place and last minute things were being done in this big old Catholic church. My father noticed a woman with a confused look in the back of the church and approached her asking if she needed anything. She informed him he was, she was the bride. So this lady is saying that she's the bride at this guy's daughter's wedding. Pretty much. And this is the brother telling the story. Okay. Then she continued and opened a beat up suitcase, which contained something resembling a wedding type dress. My father suspected she is some type of mental health issue, played along suggesting maybe she was at the wrong church or something like that. When that didn't work, he slipped off and called the police. In the meantime, the lady walked over to my soon-to-be brother-in-law, who's also the groom, and said, you aren't going to leave me this time. (gasps) So, like, yeah, that's just creepy. When the police pulled up to the church, the lady spotted them and made a quick exit. Turns out she had a habit of pulling this stunt. My brother-in-law still occasionally reminds my sister that he had to choose on their wedding day, but he still (laughs) chose her. He had two women to choose from that day. This random lady, that's her thing? Goes up to, like, about to be married men saying, you aren't going to leave me this time. That's With a like, suitcase and a wedding dress? Like this rugged old white dress. It just pulls it out. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like it, that would I, I was thinking that like she was going to be like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably like if you believe in like former lives, mm-hmm. it's like your 
former wife coming back and being like, you're not getting me this time. You're not leaving me this no. time. Oh my gosh. But if you believe That's, in that kind of stuff, that'd be scary. Weddings are already like as stressful as it is. Like having something like weird like that happening. Could you imagine like one of the groomsmen like calling me and being like, hey, just let Taylor know like some woman came up to Hunter and said you weren't leaving. You just wouldn't tell me. Because That's fair. That is just. No, I wouldn't. I just can't even believe that that actually happened with somebody. Okay. I haven't read through this whole one yet. Okay. On the day of our wedding, it was discovered that the venue had booked two outdoor weddings at the same time. Ours and another gazebo not very far from ours. Somehow the father of the bride and the other wedding found out that our processions were going to be at the same time. He also found out that our procession included a bagpiper as myself and groomsmen are all in kilts. <laughs> well, his daughter's wedding procession was to have a harpist. He approached me and very nicely asked if we'd consider delaying our procession for about 20 minutes so our bagpipers would not drown out their harpist. Wow. What a what an issue. They're that close uh-huh. where they would drown it out. Ugh. Well, bagpipes are loud. It's true. They, they like are. echo. After conferring with my soon-to-be wife, we agreed that a 20-minute delay was no big deal for us. Hmm. Unfortunately, the father of the bride should have taken some other factors into consideration and instead delayed his daughter's wedding because their procession went off without a hitch and everyone in their wedding heard their beautiful harpist, but the vows were pretty much inaudible once our bagpipers started at the requested 20 minutes later. Oh, oh no. This is them like writing and being I thought it, I thought a procession was them leaving. Right. I found this out that day because apparently one of my cousins attending the wedding had a friend that was attending the other wedding. Seriously, it was dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to (gasps) cue bagpipes until procession was over. I hope the other wedding party was able to get some sort of compensation from the venue for their oversight since they had been informed of the musicians at each wedding. They didn't bother informing either party. Oh, that's horrible. That is crazy. I hope at least like, you know, they heard one another. Uh-huh. During their vows. Yeah, At the very least. Right. And especially, like, bagpipes of all things. Of all things. Like, if you're not Scottish, that is just, like... But, like, bagpipes through your entire ceremony. Yeah, I wouldn't want any sound, but I think bagpipes is, like, up the worst. The hard thing about weddings is there's so many times where I feel like people would be like, okay, let's just scrap it and start over. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at that point, you're just like, okay, like, let's just wait and start it over. No, I wouldn't. I, I think I would stop. You would you not stop your wedding. I then you're know. already like standing up there. That's true. Then you're just standing there like shaking, and you're like, ah. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like weddings are just so touchy because if you make a mistake or something like that goes wrong, like it is just devastating. Right. You're like, I can't recover. And like logistics are everything. Yeah. I could not imagine if there was another wedding happening. Like, I would die if I knew that a venue booked two of us at the same time. I know. But venues, I feel like, oh, that's scary. But, like, venues going into, like, 2023, 2024, I feel like we're going to see a lot more of that, which is horrible. But then booked at the same time? There's so many weddings going on right now. Post-COVID, everyone's trying to get married. Immediately, no. How many people can't do that? How many people do that? Well, you got to make sure it's in your contract that there can only be one. Yeah send you my contract perfect i'll have my mom read over it yeah perfect and my dad thanks shelly perfect 
Here, that's aware. I got it. We're good. <laughs> okay. This one is titled Mother of a Volunteer Bridesmaid, a horror story. <laughs> Everything had been smooth sailing so far when it came to wedding planning. My then fiance, now husband, did not fight at all. The only problem was one aunt, which is his aunt. She volunteered to be a principal sponsor. I don't really know what that means, but maybe she's paying for like the wedding. Like helping pay for the wedding. Right. Uh-huh. And volunteered her daughter that we'd never met to be a bridesmaid. <laughs> we said no four times and kept trying to give her smaller roles, like a mass reader. That apparently did not cut it for her. She <laughs> really wanted her daughter to be a bridesmaid. That is also bolded. Uh-huh. All caps on here. I was helpless and felt robbed of the opportunity to choose my girls since my fiancé nor I knew her. I literally can't imagine that. Literally, if I was – that's hard, though, because if someone is paying for your wedding, mm-hmm. like, they do kind of get – I almost agree with maybe not, like, picking a bridesmaid, bridesmaid, but, like, I almost agree with they do have a say in something. Right. Because if they're financially supporting the entire wedding, like, and they hate your wedding colors, like – yeah, but it's, it's so, so hard. hard. It's not like it's like her parent. It's literally her like fiance's aunt. But yeah, not her fiance's parents even. Like yeah. sometimes even that's hard. Your fiance's mm-hmm. parents, but fiance yeah. aunt. And then having to have like your niece aunt. something. No, it's literally it's like his niece that he's never met. I guess right. That's his aunt. Oh, cousin. It's his cousin. <laughs> like long lost cousin. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. My future mother-in-law sent me a message, so now grooms, grooms, uh sent me a message saying they were upset because they thought they had roles. We didn't say yes ever. Strike one. All caps. Bolded as well. (laughs) I did not want bad blood between my fiance's family and I, so I eventually did give in. Unfortunately, the... (laughs) Also all caps. The aunt decided that she wanted to bring seven more people who were unrelated to neither of us. We said no to her again. She went on and on saying that she'd, that she'd pay for the 20 to 30 guests if we wanted. Truth be told, it wasn't about the budget. We wanted a smallish wedding. That was strike two. And we did put our foot down. Yes, we were called ungrateful for that one. Five days before the actual wedding, we found out that the bridesmaid decided to buy her dress in New York. We already gave her matching fabric five months prior to the wedding to the entire entourage. We were furious and felt, felt disrespected. All... Hell broke loose. She had no choice but to have her dress done in the fabric that we sent. So basically, she just made her dress completely wrong. In a whole different fabric, too. Like, if you're so desperate to be a bridesmaid, don't you, like, want to then be, like, a part of everything? Right. Am I wrong for having rules for my bridesmaids to follow for the wedding? I'm not really sure about this, so let's just get it over with. I'm getting married in early September, and I've picked my bridal party. One of my bridesmaids is my sister. My sister has a completely different style than me. I'm following this clean girl, but also glam girl kind of style. But my sister is the type of e-girl or alt style. She has light pink hair, a nose ring, multiple earrings, and also has sleeve tattoos on both of her arms and also her neck and chest. My sister's appearance was something that always troubled me regarding her being a bridesmaid. I've set rules that apply to all bridesmaids, but some are specifically for my sister. First of all, I set a specific budget I expect them to spend for the bachelorette party. I gave them the choice to hire their own makeup artist and hairstylist, but I requested a specific kind of hairstyle and makeup. 
They also pay for their own dresses. All of that is very common and nobody complains. When I heard complaints through was when I presented some of the rules specifically for my sister. I told her she'd have to buy body makeup and cover up the tattoos. I also told her to remove the nose ring and most of her earrings and only keep the normal earrings. I told her to dye her hair a natural color, at least for the wedding festivities, such as bachelorette and the actual wedding. Needs her hair dyed for the bachelorette? That's, my pink hair's fun for a bachelorette. <laughs> the bridesmaid dress really clashes with my sister's image, and she's going to look really out of place with all the tattoos, piercings, and hair with that dress. <laughs> her tattoos don't match my dress. You see, like, I... That's difficult. I honestly, I kind of agree. Like, I understand, but it's her sister. I know. It makes it hard because it's her sister. Because it's like, there comes a point where it's like, you have to love your sister for she is. But like, and if you're really doing it at the same time, like for photos, it's like, is making your sister feel like she's not valued in how she looks to you worth Uh it for photos. Yes. I feel like it would be different if you had, like, a really, like, loving relationship with your sister. Like, I don't think asking her to take out a piercing is that big of a deal. Body paint? Dyeing your hair a different color? Okay, dyeing your hair a different color. Like, and it depends on what color pink. Like, just, like, a light pretty pink. Me saying that. If one of my brides, I don't know, because, like, I don't, I can't relate to this problem. We don't have sisters either. Yeah. So hard. Like, what if I had pink hair and tattoos? I just don't even know. Like, I understand. Like, there is an aesthetic that people like, want to reach. I feel like I would know that. Like, if I knew you well enough and, like, that was my aesthetic, which clearly it's not. Mm-hmm. If you can see me or if you're listening, it's not. But I feel like if I knew you, I'd be like, okay. like Okay, I also think it's crazy that she wants her to dye her hair for the bachelorette. Yeah. Okay, like, all wedding festivities, that's a little, like, I think if you need to make an argument, it is for wedding, wedding. weekend. Right. That's all you get. And Unless the bachelorette, because sometimes bachelorettes are, like, literally the weekend. The week before. of. Yeah. Right. No, that's fair. The body paint, though? I mean, I think I would probably have a bigger issue if someone just had, like, one, like, shoulder tattoo or something. Right. If it's, like, a sleeve. Like, it's, like, what are you going to do about that? Like, literally paint. Like, everyone knows that her entire arm is painted. Yeah, everyone knows that's, that's what she looks like. And also, if it's really that big of a deal to you, edit the photos. Or, like, choose a dress that's, like, long sleeve and high neck. Right. Just have her wear a different. Like, if it bothers you, but to ask her to cover her whole body in paint, to dye her hair, I don't think the piercings are a big deal, personally. Right. But it's just that you're, I feel like you're asking for too much. Yeah. And it's your sister. Pick one of your battles there. Okay. It keeps going. She told me she won't do any of it, and I tried to beg her to do it for me, her sister, and how happy it would make me. She told me that my happiness shouldn't depend on making her change her style and be someone else to fit my aesthetic wedding. I told her people make sacrifices for weddings and how many people might be uncomfortable or sad they have to follow certain rules, but they still do it out of love and respect for the couple. She said no, and that if I'm not okay with this, she'll drop out. I got very pissed and started holding it against me, and I don't want her to drop out, but I wish for her to make this one-time exception for me. My mom and dad surprisingly sided with her, and they don't usually do that. My fiancé is on my side and believes my sister's being an entitled brat, but my parents siding with her really made me question if I'm wrong. 
I think you're wrong. I think so too. I think, I think if you, I understand aesthetic. Me more than anyone mm-hmm. values aesthetic. But I don't know how I would feel if someone I loved, like my sister, was causing this kind of an issue if I would like really. Right. Like, I don't, is she being an entitled brat for not wanting to dye her hair, cover her body tattoos, and take out her piercings? I don't think that's being an entitled brat. I don't either. I think maybe it was like you asked her to take out her piercings. Take out her piercings. No. Or it's like when people have like, ooh, this one bothers me and this might be like a hot take. Like, you know how people will have like a lot of bracelets and they're like tied on, like you can't take them off? I would be upset if someone wouldn't take them off for my wedding. I agree with that one. Like, I'd be like, so like in that sense, I understand. So I think if it's something temporary, which I guess covering the tattoos is temporary. I guess all of it is tech. I don't feel like dyeing your hair is that temporary. Like, of course you can dye it back, but like taking out a piercing, like if someone told me I wasn't allowed to have like, I don't have a second piercing, but if I told my bridesmaids like, don't wear your second piercing for my wedding, like I'm not asking them to like cure cancer. Right. But dyeing, if someone asked me to dye my hair for their wedding, I would literally think they were crazy. Right. Unless, I mean, if she dyes it like every week, like, you know, certain people are just like. Oh, like who like alternate colors. Well, right. Maybe get her like a wig. You'd just be like, you know, it'd be fun. Come get your hair done with me. I don't know. I think yeah, I think she, I think the bride is wrong. I do too. I get it, but I think you are wrong and you're going about it wrong. Because she's like, how dare she? Right. Like, I don't think you're asking for a lot. She. Yeah. Totally. I think unless, because this could be tricky if like her and her sister are just like not close at all. And she feels a need to like make her the maid of honor because she's her sister. Well, she didn't even say that. She, was, she just said she's a bridesmaid. Okay, then I feel like it might be one of the instances where they're, like, not close Super close. Yeah. And she's just like, I have to have her in my wedding. But I don't like what she, yeah, her vibe. Right. Weird. Yeah. Mm. I went to a wedding, and the wedding was next to a goat farm. And the goats bleated through the whole ceremony. Do you, bah, take, bah. They weren't really guests, but it was ridiculous. So not not bagpipes ruining your ceremony, but goats. Do you bah. Bah. <laughs> do you bah. take this? Oh my gosh, goats, goats. Think about what animals are near your venue. Is the moral of this that is story. something to consider? Just like imagine, like you're recording your ceremony and your audio is just like it's just goats. Bah. That doesn't sit right with me. Okay. This one's a touchy one because this one is about a maid of honor. This is so something I did. Maybe I wrote this secretly. <laughs> I need help deciding if I should tell my maid of honor I don't want her in my wedding anymore or if I'm just overreacting. I'm getting married in five months and have been having some issues with my maid of honor. So let's start off with dress shopping. <clears throat> this one was awful at dress yeah. shopping. Yeah, terrible. I planned way in advance to go dress shopping, and with COVID, I was only allowed to have three people with me, so I chose my maid of honor, my mom, and my sister. But day of, my maid of honor calls me one hour before the appointment to tell me she could not come because she's fighting with her boyfriend. I just asked maybe she could come along anyways and vent while we shop as it was a big day for me, and I really wanted her opinion. But she still said no, and that, that day I ended up buying a dress, and afterwards, she has not yet asked me about the day or if I found anything. Next would be my bridal party. Well, what do you think about that? That's horrible. Yeah, I agree. I feel like literally nothing comes before that. 
Yeah, it's just but people just are such, different about that too. It's just such. I just don't feel like fighting with your boyfriend is me. If it's this like, is your best friend, like, wouldn't you go hang out with them if you were fighting with your boyfriend anyway? Right. And then to not even like call after and be like, "I'm so sorry," like, how did it go? Yeah, not even that. That's just rude. That's rude. Okay, next would be my bridal party's dress shopping day. So shopping for bridesmaid dresses. And she called me and told me she couldn't make it because she was having a mental breakdown. I asked what was going on and she didn't want to talk. And so I needed to give her space. I've asked her plenty of times if she was doing okay. And she said that she's fine. She also gave me a hard time with what she could wear for the wedding. And I let all the girls choose their style of dress as long as the color was the same. But she said since she's a maid of honor, she would be able to decide what she wants to wear. Assuming like even a different color. Oh my gosh. What? I have talked to her about everything and told her how I felt and she didn't want to be a part of the wedding. I said it would be totally fine if she wanted out. But she has said that she wants to be a part of it, but every step of the way her actions say otherwise. After that, she still hasn't reached out about anything and also lied. She told me that she was planning something for me and I asked one of my bridesmaids and they said no. I also found out that my bridesmaids are planning my bachelorette and my wedding shower and she hasn't reached out to help with any of it. I don't want her to expect that she has to be there for any of this, but I do want her to be there for the important parts, and I just don't know why she would lie. So what should I do? Should I kick her out, and how should I say it? I feel like if you're the maid of honor, like, I feel like this is something that you can, like, put up with if it's, like, a bridesmaid, and you're just like, this is, this stinks, but, like, right, it's not devastating. Maid of honor, like, that's kind of devastating. Uh-huh. And I think, like, people should think long and hard too before like accepting honestly even yes. bridesmaid but before especially maid of honor before yes and I think I feel like there's like a lot of pressure that you like can't say no but I think it's okay I'd much rather have someone say no I think it's okay how do you know I'm gonna ask you just a guess <laughs> <laughs> just a superstition rude um ruins all the fun <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Anyways, you're like, surprise. <laughs> She's not even engaged. <laughs> uh, nothing. Anyways, I think it's okay to say no. Like, you can say yes in the moment because it's awkward, but I think it's okay to call later and be right. like, hey, I was really thinking about it. Thank you so much for asking and thinking of me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't. I talked through um, breaking up with a, a groom. With um, one of Hunter's friends, like he got asked to be in the wedding party, mm-hmm. and he was like, "We're just not like I feel like a filler groomsman, right?" And it's a lot of money to spend too. It's an investment to be a filler, to just be a filler, yeah. yeah. And I For think sure. too, like Darian's had like best guy friends where like we'll sometimes be like, "Haha, who will be your like best man, whatever?" And obviously, the role of best man is not as high intense as maid of honor. Uh-huh. But he's had guy friends be like, yeah, best friends don't do They anything. do literally nothing. It's kind <laughs> of a joke. They just have to, like, hold on to the rings and, like, plan a bachelor party. Right. If that. I think that's a lot. Or a speech is a lot. Oh, oh yeah. I whatever. guess. Okay, just kidding. Boys do some stuff. Boys do some. Hey, what were you um, But he's had friends who've been like, I would just never want to be a best man. And they'll just flat out say that. Like, uh-huh. not really, like, knowing that. Maybe they're being, like, considered. Ask, uh-huh. Right. But they'll just be like. That just seems like a lot of responsibility, like, just in talking about weddings. Uh-huh. So maybe if you're just the – because I have friends who are just the type of people who they just never want to be made of honor. Yeah. Me, I thrive on it. I loved it. 
It was great. Y'all need a maid of honor? I got you. You need a step in maid of honor. Yeah. Kenzie has a plan. I gladly will. But I think it's like in the planning aspect, in the showing up for things, in the... It's just important. And the thing is, is I heard someone say this because I ended up on this like rabbit hole on TikTok of people like... I think it was one person's TikTok talking about being disappointed in their bridesmaids or something. And then I just went to go to the comments and it was just, I just kept, I was getting invested, you know, Mm -hmm. as we all do. And it was someone being like, you just have to understand that no one is ever going to be as excited for your wedding as you are. It's just not possible because like, and as much as it stinks, Mm -hmm. because it's at that time, like now it's your time. And maybe you were really invested and excited about like their wedding and they're not reciprocating or it hasn't happened yet. Like, it's super frustrating because you're just like, okay, but now this is my time and it feels like nobody cares or right. nobody's answering in like a bridesmaid group chat or nobody's like putting in, you know what I mean? Like there's tons of ways. It's just, you're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment because they're people mm-hmm. and they're naturally going to be able to disappoint. And that's why I think picking your maid of honor is so important. It's so important to just know like this person, it, like understands, I guess the commitment that they're making. Right. And explaining expectations. Like, I feel like I made my vibe. Like, I mean, right. you know what I like right. and stuff. But, like, some people, like, they just are really chill. And mm-hmm. if they're made of honor, it's a really chill person. Like, sometimes they just don't think of these things. Right. Like, maybe pick a type A friend. Like, if you're conflicted, mm-hmm. pick the one that's a little bit more right. organized, a little bit more of a go-getter. Right. Yeah, I've had these conversations with friends, too, where they have sisters who they feel like they have to pick, but they're like, oh, oh. my sister won't want to do any of the typical Like, won't be good things. at all of this other right. stuff. Right, and they're like, will you do all the maid of honor things for me without being my maid of honor? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're like, well, that just kind of hurts. Right, I'm like, ah, uh, you know, I'm all there to help. But, mm-hmm. you know, so it definitely is hard. I feel like especially if you have a sister and you feel like you have to choose one too. Yeah. Luckily, sure. we do not. We don't have sisters. The next one is, am I wrong for going off of my soon-to-be husband for returning my wedding dress? Yes. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. You are not wrong. No. Correct. Right. <laughs> you know what we mean. That he is, is ridiculous. He is wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Story time. Me, 29-year-old female, and my soon-to-be husband, 33-year-old male, are getting married men. soon. Yep. And then men. Just pause. Marrying a man. <laughs> How tragic of you. <laughs> so embarrassing. 33-year-old men, too. <laughs> Good luck, girlfriend. 33, male. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Canceled already. <laughs> Wedding planning has so far been all right, except for a few things he and I have argued about, like the venue and flower girl. It's so random. Why um, would he care about who the flower girl is? <laughs> just like, can we stop there? Flower girl? Red flag. Now you've been arguing about my wedding dress. Why do you care? Why does he know? That's like when grooms want to be there when their when brides no. get their Anytime dress. I saw that when I was nine years old, I'm literally like, yes, the dress listen, canceled. Say, say yes canceled. to the dress, I'm like, mm, their marriage is going to fail. Right. <laughs> I thought Divorce. I was right. Yeah. This has Excuse me. This might sound cliche, but ever since I was young, I dreamed of having my own beautiful wedding dress, like girls do. I can afford it, but my soon-to-be husband thinks it's not okay to waste a couple thousands of dollars on a dress I'm only going to wear once. Yes, he might have had a point there, but for once, but for one, this is a, this is typical price for a wedding dress. And two, because it's a once in a lifetime thing, why not make sure it's special? Fair. Fair enough. She's, yeah. 
She keeps abbreviating soon to be husband. So oh. S T B H. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. Learn something new every day. Fiance? Right. I'm not using that term. Uh huh. Soon to be husband still wasn't convinced and suggested I rent a dress instead of buying one. Yeah, hit up Rent the Runway or something. Rent your wedding dress? Honestly, my dad was joking about me doing that. Honestly, my mom got her dress for $500 off the sale rack, so. I don't think my, I think my mom's dress was, I could be totally wrong. I think it was like $300. Maybe. It will not be that. I already know it. Yeah. He started saying that I'm being too irresponsible with money. I brought up how much money I've already put aside to rent a face. He means makeup. And wear fake hair. He means extensions. I just got the ick. Immediate ick. Rent a face? Rent a face? Rent a face? That's rent the one where I need to branch out. Rent a face and rent... What did it say? Rent hair? Wear fake hair. Wear fake hair. Rent a face. I'm going to rent my face. You're, we're renting faces right now. We have makeup on? We're renting faces. This is not me. I'm renting this face. Fake version of myself, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. But I have this version of what I want to look like, sort of speak. On my wedding, and I think it's my right as a bride. I went ahead and purchased the dress, but a day later I found out that the dress was missing from my closet. I freaked out, but he told me he returned it and got the money back. I was still so shocked. I asked him why he did that, and he thought the dress was ridiculously expensive and that I was wasting money, and again suggesting I go rent one. That's just like... Nobody. No. But can you even return a wedding dress? I, I guess if you just, like, get it off the... Get it off the rack, I guess. Which also means her dress wasn't crazy expensive. Right! If she just got it off the rack of, like... She didn't have to get alterations. Sir! It's a wedding dress. Girls think about their wedding dresses since they're, like, little. Children. And you're... you're she's able to find her. one and you're gonna return it? What if that dress is gone? Your whole fucking meeting. That's what we Just don't get married. On. Don't marry him. Uh-huh. Is there anything else? Yes. I blew up and went off on him, and which I've never, never done before. Never blew Okay. Good for you. He literally took a few steps back and told me to calm down. I said he had no right and I'm the one paying for the dang dress. She paid for it? Mm-hmm. He just told her she was being irresponsible with her money. Girl, if you're making the money... He got upset and said that there's no I'm paying for myself in marriage. And that's why my attitude is setting the tone of what type of a dynamic we'll have in our marriage. He kept on about how I must expect him to pay for everything. What? Clearly not, sir. That I should grow the F up and stop with the dream wedding dress. Cliche. Then stormed off to call his mom. (gasps) Of course! Not not the mom! mom. (laughs) Not his mom. Who chewed me out saying she won't let me ruin her son's financial stability with how I deal with money generally. She, too, argued me to rent a dress or buy a cheaper one. Way cheaper than the one I picked and moved on, but I declined. Of course he called his mommy. Yes, he still has the money, and he said he'll give it back once we agree to a solution. The solution He's holding the money hostage? Goodbye. He's your holding money. your money hostage. You are not married, married yet. yet. You are not married yet. Your finances are separate. And if he's implying that they're going, like... That they're being combined, then, like, that's a mutual conversation, babe. And, like, if you didn't alter this dress at all and you don't need to alter it to your body, congrats. Sell it afterwards. If, like, that's that big of a deal. Right. And you guys can make a compromise there. Yeah, sell it after. 
But I don't think you should make a compromise with this man. No. I think you should. Immediately, no. Write him off. Goodbye. Break up with him. That's You're our, done. Literally the lo- hot take. Literally the love of her life. Break up with him. Yeah. Okay. Girl. That's He's horrible. 29. That's literally horrible. He's 33. Like, how, does he not have, like, a good grip on finances? Right. He's just now getting financially stable. That doesn't sit right with me. But he can't. Oh, well. Okay. This is the last one, and she's long. But okay. we're about to be on a journey. Oh, boy. I'm a wedding photographer, but oh my gosh, I'm going to answer this question. A couple of years ago, I was shooting a small wedding of maybe 40 people or so. Let's call the groom Jeff. So I had photographed Jeff and his family before. I did a family photoception for them maybe six months earlier and knew he was really out there person who really didn't put any effort into planning events and just waited to the last minute to do things. My interactions with Jeff were exclusively in the past, so it didn't surprise me when he called me to shoot his wedding two months before the date. What did surprise me was how different his fiance, let's call her Mary, looked when we sat down to go over the details of the wedding. She didn't look anything like I remembered. And I'm with good reason. It was a different woman. The woman I photographed in his family photos, let's call her Nicole. It's relevant at the end of the story. No big deal, stuff happens, roll with the punches, right? Well, it turns out this wedding came about, well, it turns out this wedding came about as haphazardly as you would expect, and I'm not exaggerating when I said I had four of the most cringy, worthing wedding moments I have ever seen. First, the justice of the peace never showed up. Now, if you've ever been to a wedding, you know this is terrible, terrible thing, or at least it would have been terrible if the bride's sister didn't get up and decide, screw it. I'll be the justice of the peace, pulled out an iPhone while standing at the front of the hall with the bride and groom and say, hey, Siri, how do you officiate a wedding? Thankfully, Google was there for her and she read the step-by-step instructions on the phone and there was our ceremony. Now, normally this would be the low point of the evening, but it's not this night. That should be an ad for Apple. Literally. Hey, Siri, hey, how Siri. do I officiate a wedding? Nope. Next, we get a beautiful toast by the mother of the bride. Now, the mother of the bride and most of the bride's family speak Spanish, and that's not a big deal as it happens, but we were told through the translator that the speech largely involved advice to the new couple that marriage will lead to fights and disagreements, but to keep them out of the bedroom because that's where the magic happens. (laughs) There were noticeable groans when she reached this point in both the Spanish version and English translation. The bride herself appeared horrified. It would not be only sexually awkward moment of the night either. Maybe 20 minutes later, we got to the bouquet and garter toss. Now, if you're familiar with this painfully outdated custom, you know the groom takes his hand and goes up the bride's leg to grab, you know, you know how the, how the garter goes. Take that image, but instead of a hand, make it a head going under her dress. And instead of being awkward for what it's implied, make it awkward because it lasts over 90 seconds. Under her dress for 90 seconds. No. Oh, there were about 20 kids running around them at the time. Lastly, this one is my favorite moment of the entire experience. After the wedding, I go home and start editing the photos a few days later, as photographers do. I notice when I'm editing the wedding ring photos, I see the inscription inside the groom's ring seems weird. I zoom in to read it, and it says something akin to Jeff and Nicole forever. Nicole's the other woman. Nicole is the other woman. 
Only problem again was that Jeff wasn't getting married to a woman named <sighs> Nicole. He was getting married to a new woman. I called Jeff and asked him about this, and it turns out he had bought a wedding band when he and Nicole were together and got it inscribed because he figured they would get married eventually. As he puts it, he didn't have time to get it fixed for his new wife. I had to bite my tongue to resist laughing because at this point it was the perfect cap to this experience for me. A guy reuses a wedding ring for his new bride and has a ceremony derailed time by time again by awkward and awkward moments. And it was and still is the most cringeworthy wedding I've ever been to. I haven't seen Jeff since I delivered the photos, but I hope he's living a happy life. And I hope he fixed the ring. I hope so, too. That is just a cluster. And the ring is the worst part. Yeah, that's really bad. Jeff and Nicole forever. Who gets, like, a wedding band, like, pre-married? Like, not even engaged. Right. I'm just going to get this wedding band done. And, like. He's just like, I'm going to buy it for myself. <laughs> like, not Little a gift for me. Right. I bet he had her ring, too. He definitely did. Like, new girl got Nicole's ring. Like, engagement ring? I'm sure. <gasps> it was probably made for her. Uh-huh. This new girl's probably like, look at my special ring. Girl, it's not even your style. That is horrendous. Mm-hmm. Well, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to our wedding stories. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys had a good laugh. Yes. Um, do you, you gotta you gotta plug yourself on the oh. on the way out? Just a quick. We'll do another, but you know. Yes, I'll be back next week. But I am at Jesus People Places pretty much across all platforms, and I'm sure you can creep far enough on She's Going Places and find me, or on Taylor's Instagram as well. But. So much fun being here. Hope you guys love the stories. And, oh, now I'm chewing on a lobster. <laughs> um, well, 